This is the Flavor of Leadership podcast. I am your host, Clint Hoops. Together, we explore the unique blend of leadership wisdom that helps top leaders consistently achieve work goals, develop personally, and find fulfillment with family. Let's get started. Welcome to episode number 15. With it being Valentine's Day this weekend, I thought it fitting for us to talk a little bit about love today. There are many people out there showing how much they love their significant other by you know buying flowers and gifts and chocolates and all of the different things that people do on Valentine's Day to show the people that are special in their lives how much they care. But how do we do this for the people we work with? You know, we often don't use the word love to describe the relationship and how we care for the people we work with, but but we do. We love them. We care about them. We want to make sure that that they're taken care of and that they're they're happy in their work and in life. We want to see them successful in life and at work. We want them to succeed and meet goals and and that is how we show we care for them is by helping them accomplish those things and be successful. And people want to feel connected to each other. And that is a form of love. You know, many of our topics in the podcast go back to improving our communication with our people in some way, right? Whether that's communicating vision, communicating more clearly our expectations, whatever it might be. So today we want to talk a little bit more about how we improve our communication in terms of showing people that we actually care. You know, when my wife Angie and I were newly married, someone shared a book with us. And the book was called The Five Love Languages by the author Gary Chapman. So five love languages, right? It's targeted very specifically toward couples to help them communicate more clearly. But today I want us to be able to apply this not only to our relationships at home, but also to our relationships at work. And while I don't believe that people can simply be categorized into neat little divisions that describe them in every way, this book really did help my wife and I and helped us determine how we could better communicate and better show our love to each other and to our children as well. And it truly has helped us over the years to be able to have a way to communicate. So I want to share these love languages with you today so that you can show those that you care about most how much you love them, in addition to showing those that you work with and you lead that same connection, right? To help them understand how much you do care about them. And often when we communicate better, it will help them see that and it will make a difference. So obviously the applications of the principles are going to be different with your significant other or family than they will at work, but the principles are the same. So let's start. But before we go into too much detail on these, know that no one of these these languages, love languages, no one category is going to work for every person, right? To the exclusion of all the others. Just like any of these things that we share, 
it's different for every person. And we're all, and any of these, these types of books that describe these categories, we're all going to be a little bit of each, right? Because we're human and that's what happens. So I suggest reading the book for more detail. But for our purposes today, let's review them each one by one and see how they apply to our lives. So let's start out. First one, words of affirmation. Words of affirmation. So we all need to hear how great we are on occasion. And when we don't hear that we're doing a good job, our mind starts doing things, right? A few episodes ago, we talked about the story that we tell ourselves in our head. What happens is when you lead people and you don't tell them how good they're doing on the things that matter, they may stop doing them because the story in their head may be telling them, well, my boss, he really didn't notice. So maybe it really didn't make as big of a difference as I thought it was going to. Maybe I'm not doing as good of a job as I, as I hoped I was. All those things can happen if we don't give praise. So everyone's going to have this at some point, but there are certain people that they have more of an affinity to this and they need to hear it even more than your other employees that you work with. And this praise can come in public, right? It can come in private. It can also be thank you notes, any of those things. But people both at home and our family, as well as those at work need to know when we do a good job, we want to feel it. We want to be affirmed. We want to know that people care. We want to hear it. And that's what will help us know that people care. Number two, acts of service. Acts of service. You know, really just doing something special for someone. You know, they say that actions speak louder than words. And I believe that's true most of the time, especially for people that appreciate service in the most way. You can use action to show that you care. You can go out of your way to help someone make progress in a project or assist them in some way that they were, especially where you weren't expected to help. And then you help. It could be as simple as taking out the garbage in their office or at home. It might be doing the dishes or fixing something on the to-do list that is important to your spouse or to your children or someone else in your life. I'll say this is actually my main language. This is one I connect most with. I find that I appreciate it so much when someone does something for me, when they use their time to help me. I think I value time a lot in myself. And so when someone uses their time to help me, it really does make me feel so loved and cared about, whether that's someone close to me at home or whether that's someone at work. So acts of service. Number three, receiving gifts, right? Now people think receiving gifts and they think, oh man, it's got to be some big, huge thing. No, no. Gifts can be very small, very simple to fit what it is, right? So even very small items can let people know you care. Especially people that this is their main language, right? Receiving gifts. Perhaps getting someone their favorite soda or candy can be it, right? When they did a great job at work or even buying them lunch. I mean, heck, it could be as simple as, you know, you know that they like a certain type of pen. So you stock those for them at your office. I mean, these are all very simple things, but it does show people 
that you care or that you paid attention to something that's important to them. Like we said, we all want to be appreciated, know that people care, but how we do it is it makes the difference. So for some people it is, it's, it's receiving those gifts, whether they be small or large. Quality time. This is number four, quality time. So this is my wife's main language. And so I've had to work really hard to learn what makes her happy. She loves when I do things for her. She really does. Cause that's, that's my main love language is that acts of service. And so I often try to show her how much I care by doing acts of service. And so there'll be times where I'll spend two hours doing something for her. And she's so appreciative of it. She is. But when I spend two hours by her side, just being with her, that she appreciates the most. So I found that often I will do service for her, but have her by my side. So I'll be doing it with her. And she, and that's something that she really appreciates. Instead of just having me do it for her, doing it together is something that really helps her feel loved. So sometimes my wife, I'll just come home after work, being away all day, right? And I'll try to be with her, talk to her, be there for five minutes or so so she knows I care. And I think it helps. I think it helps. She also loves playing board games. So I had to work really hard to, <laughs> to intentionally play board games because that's not my favorite thing to do, but it's something she loves to do. And it's just the time. It's the being together that helps her feel connected to me. So in my opinion also, I'll tell you, I believe all children fall into this category with their parents as well. I believe our kids starve for our time and attention and they feel most fulfilled when we use our time to be with them. And this helps them show how much we care in ways gifts and just sheer talk never can. At work, I feel often often employees will fall in the same boat. Certain employees just need a little extra consistent time than others. And they they want to know that feedback, that consistent feedback, and they, they want to connect with you and just know that they're on the same page. So this might be the kind of employee that just might need you to check in with them for just a, a couple of minutes each day. And it's not because they're incompetent, you know, or they're ineffective. But it's because that's how they know how you care. That's how they connect is by being there and you spending a little bit of time with them. So everyone needs some of that feedback at work. They need to know how they're doing. They need to have that connection. But there are, are some that need just a little bit more. And that's okay. You give them what they need and they will know how much you care and perform at an even higher level than you ever could have expected. So number five is physical touch, physical touch. So, so you might think, oh, well, this one is probably where the analogy stops, right? You probably can't have physical touch in the workplace, right? But, but remember, this isn't, we're not referring to the romantic kind of touch. And uh, Gary Chapman, he actually says that in the book as well. He's not referring to romantic touch here. He is referring to the connection that many people have when they're near others, Right. You probably know some of those people that, that don't seem to have that bubble, you know, that social bubble where, where they'll just be a little closer. When they talk to you, they, you know, sometimes the people like to grab your hand when they're talking to you or be right next to you where your shoulders or elbows are touching, or they'll come and sit right down next to you because that's what's comfortable for them. And they feel connected to you in those ways. Right. And so sometimes at work, 
you can communicate in this way, even just with your body language, right? These people sometimes are a little more susceptible to that. Even patting someone on the shoulder can help connect you to them. One of my boys, he has this as his main love language, for sure. Often he just likes to stand or sit way closer than my other kids. He, he connects in this way, so that's what he likes. So he is the one that when I come home from work or when I see him, I make sure I give him a big, long hug so that he knows how much I care because that's how I can communicate with him using his, his you know, keeping the analogy here with the languages, using his language, right? The way that, that he shows me how he cares is the same way. So I need to show that to him so that he knows even more than I need to with, with my other kids. Now, in our current environment at work, this gets a little tricky, right? Social distancing and, and all of this in our workplace has, has made that pretty tricky. So it's a little harder for people that have this type of physical touch as one of their love languages. They have a really hard time being away. And so recognizing that can really help. And, you know, I've been having the hardest time myself not being able to shake hands with people like normal. It's funny how you meet someone new and, and having that physical handshake just connects you in some way with the person. And so not having it does kind of make us feel disconnected at times. And so the people that have physical touch as one of their main languages to show that they care, they're probably feeling that right now. And so you may have to look for, for other ways to be able to help show those people how much you care. So these are the five love languages. Once again, words of affirmation, acts of service, receiving gifts, quality time, physical touch. So how do you know? How do you know what your spouse is, for instance? How do you know what their love language is? That of your kids or, or the people at work? And the way that I believe is easiest is to see what they do for others, right? If you have someone that's constantly giving praise verbally or in notes, it's a very good indication that that could be theirs. Or same thing, they're ones that do acts of service for others. They're working to do things. They, they go out of their way to help serve others. That's probably one of their main ways that they also receive love in the way that they give love. And the same goes for receiving gifts and quality time, physical touch, all of these. If it's the way they show it, it's likely the way they receive it as well. So go home. Discuss these languages with your spouse or significant other. And if you have kids, try and figure out what they are. Discuss it together and, and figure out what they are so that you can act, right? So that you can treat them just a little bit differently in a good way so that they know that you care. When you think of it truly as a language, it's very hard for people to be able to understand you if you're not speaking their primary language. And so the same goes for love, I believe. So at work, do the same thing with those you lead. Look and see how they are showing how they care to others. And then work hard, even if it's out of your comfort zone, to do the same to them. Write it down if you need to, each person, of what you think they are. And then work to try and show them in their specific way. And I believe that it will make a difference for you. I know for me and the people that I've worked with over the years, when I found that I've had a hard time connecting with someone and I've thought of 
how to help them and how to show them that I care in the way that we've described today, they begin to react in a different way. And they're even more appreciative of the ways that I help. So even though someone might be words of affirmation and you're trying to help them by serving, because that's, that's my primary language, right? The one that I really appreciate. They might not feel it in quite the same way as if I had written them a thank you note or gave them some private or public praise. So give people what they need and what they want, and they will make the difference. I know you can do this. You got this. Until next week. Thanks for joining me on this week's episode of the Flavor of Leadership podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback for us, you can reach me directly at flavoroflleadership.com. Thanks for listening.